And obviously, don't even get me started on Gemini because they annihilate people with oh, their words. What you mean? I've already talked about how they can be the moodiest people in the entire no. world. The the sweetest bitches you'll ever meet, but X out the sweet when they're ready to just be a fucking bitch. No, for sure. <laughs> like, I love you guys so much, but You're the whoa. butt of their joke. Like, whoa. Gemini is a comedian, and suddenly you're the butt of their joke. It hurts. And everyone looks at Gemini as the social butterfly, which they are, but if they need to use you <laughs> to make the audience laugh, they're willing to do that. Like, oh, yeah. Nobody's expense, safe out here. Baby. Honestly, that's why they have so many friends, <laughs> because they can actually use everybody's life story for some more laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> professional ad-libber out here in these yeah, streets like it would be so much fun we talked about this yes um i feel like i make a lot of great like random sounds mm-hmm. you know and ultimately that's what i think is happening in this rap music these days yeah. when people are ad-libbing they're it's like true they're just making like <laughs> at this point in the game i feel like people are even just taking drugs and seeing what sounds come what out comes out and they just throw them in the studio yes. and they lock the door with drugs see and they happens. see what happens and there's an album Oh, I think that is what is happening my gosh. because I wholeheartedly <laughs> choose not to believe that everything they're doing is on purpose. The oh. way the music sounds nowadays, oh, no. I'm like, are you guys okay? No, you're, you're, you are you have to be so fucked up that you're just I'm like sorry. feeling a vibe. Can we just and take like, the music I, back to the 2000, to that. the 2010s? <gasps> like I'm talking, let's go to the beach, beach. Can we talk about how we were like... Tree. I just want you to miss me. Jamming over the weekend listening to like the 2010s, 2000s. Well, that's because when we were going on our, our, um, (laughs) we were going on our little road trip, we were visiting some friends Mm -hmm. in San Jose. You know, I like to switch it up as the DJ that Mm -hmm. I always am. Mm -hmm. Like I could play the songs that we know, but sometimes I like to just go on Spotify and play a playlist from times before. You know, I'm a nostalgic, watery bitch. I am honestly a whore for playing songs from chapters of my life that are dead and gone, dead and gone, dead and gone, Um, and just playing it back. Like, let's see, have you healed? That's what I like to ask myself, because we're going to play some shit. We're going to play some shit to see. And typically, nowadays, I am. But will I still have moments where the song's playing and I remember a feeling I was feeling at that time of my life and I get a little cringe, like a little, ooh, yes, I do. But I persevere because I think most for most of the songs that I have um, emotional ties to, Mm -hmm. the happy outweighs the bad. There are a few songs, I would say three. Three? A little specific that if I listen, no, it's it's my old teenage self tapping in. Adult Sarah is long gone. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? No, I do know exactly <laughs> what, what you're saying. I feel like the way that music can really trigger all of the emotions that you felt before, like it really yeah. challenges you. Like, like it you did. said, it's like, um, and we talked about it in another episode. It. Yeah, um. It brings it out in a weird, really... It does. And what I... Personal way. Yes. Almost like the song was there. It was the third party situation. Right. Like, was watching. the song was there. There's like, you know, the... His, hers, and the truth or whatever. You know, like, you know that saying, like, the the sun, the moon, the truth. You know? Okay, wait. Can we actually talk about a funny (laughs) story? this, 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 and the music. Yes. Yes. 
I have to expose myself <laughs> for the people, obviously, because if I'm exposing myself on this podcast, mm-hmm. it's for who else am I exposing? Like my best friend, like she'll she'll know. Right. Like, I have mm-hmm. no purpose to say this other than for your entertainment. <laughs> um, so one time I was talking to someone a long time ago. And we like, oh, like this artist, like you like this artist. Oh my God, me too. Mm-hmm. And in my heart of hearts, being this true Scorpio that I am, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like he talks about how obsessed he is with this artist. Like, so am I. Like, this is my number one artist. Hint, hint, I guess who. Like, if you've watched this channel before, you know who I'm talking about. In terms of the artist, not the person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> they're like, let me go back and find you're out. Like, wait, wait, wait. You would never. Um, Deep And dive. then I was like, oh, well, like, you know, I'm just gonna like hit hit at like a little pickup line like through one of these artists' lyrics. Like I thought texting him a really deep emotional lyric that this artist said in one song. Like uh-huh. he was gonna be like, damn, like that shit <laughs> hit. Like like she knows I love this song too. So I my Scorpio Scorpio Venus ass. Yeah. I was like, ooh, like, it, and it was a very telling line. Like, I was like, da, 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 da. I'm not gonna say it because I'm ah! embarrassed. And he responded, he said, what? No. He said, what? Question mark. When I tell you, I wanted to go kill myself on the spot. I was like, I didn't respond yet. Oh, I didn't no. <laughs> I hate that. I was reading it. But me being me, was I was like, actually, this is the lyric from da 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 song. <laughs> and honestly, the fact that you don't even know that song, like, I don't even think I can fuck with you no more. Right. Like, I are you really off, a fan? I, I played it off so well. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was in my room like, <laughs> I just really thought we were going to connect. <laughs> oh, no. It was so... Honestly, traumatizing. But looking back now, it's so funny. I mean, it's fucking hilarious. It really is funny. <laughs> but that is my whole life as a younger girl is me being so passionate. Yeah. And thinking that like other people that say they're so deep and passionate are gonna receive my energy well, and they're just so not that. And yeah, they always told me they were until I give them my passion, my Scorpio passion. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe crazy some would say, <laughs> um, and they just don't know how to handle it. And I'm like, you know what? Interesting. Point received. <laughs> well, no, I feel like it's funny because I feel like it, with Scorpios especially, it's like you're playing a game of chess. Yeah, it's true. And other people are like, I'm passionate. I'm about that life. And Scorpio's like, okay. <laughs> like, if you're about we them get too, excited. You know, you get excited. And then, you know, the other person plays, and then you're like, checkmate. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. No, you're true. like, I knew I'm playing it. my thing. No. It and they're was like, like, oh, shit, I don't know what to do now. I don't know how to act now. I don't know how to play. Yeah. And I could honestly say the few times that I've been played by people I've loved, it typically started with me thinking that, oh, wow, like, you're just like me. Yeah. Like, you get it. And then they do some shit where I'm like, oh, my God, you were just pretending that you get it. Yeah. Like, actually, no, like, you're going to make me feel stupid every time I try and express my level of, you know, depth or passion or intensity to you. Like, usually with the wrong people, they always got weirded out by it. When typically they were obsessed with me because they were so intrigued, like so mysterious, so private. Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> I feel like I also. I feel like need people to are gonna say, watch this be like, "Where the fuck are you guys from? You have five hundred <laughs> different accents. All the different accents. I am a nobody. You know how about that? 
<laughs> I am everything and nothing all at once. No, it's... I am Arya Stark. <laughs> all that. All that. I feel like the last thing I want to say about this is um, if I hear a song, you know, that will... Is reminding me of a moment. If I hear it in the morning or late at night, for whatever reason... It's going to different? It hits extra different for me. Oh, for sure. Like, in the middle of the day, I feel like I can ignore it or, like, blend it into yeah. the other shit. Like, I can literally block it out. Yeah. But in the morning... Nighttime, she's so sensy. Like, don't don't hit me with those slow jams. Or you know oh, yeah. what I mean? Or, or like sad but, songs. You know, no. Yeah. Like honestly, don't hit me with that. If I'm having night, a day that I don't even know I'm having a day, I wake up and I'm like, sad playlist right now. Let's go. Yeah. Like oh, in my bed, yes. crying. Yes. Like, and I can openly admit that because why would I not? But actually, yeah. let's talk about that. Like, I think it is very interesting that in the morning and at night are emotional and mental state is more sensitive than during the day and yeah i could personally attest that to the fact that during the middle of the day we are being productive and we're doing things that are kind of outside of our control like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. in the morning you have your morning routine getting up getting ready before school work taking care of kids whatever Mm -hmm. it may be Mm -hmm. and at Mm -hmm. night you're getting ready to go to bed like you know what i mean it's after work it's after school like you have more really control over what you want to do in the morning and at night whereas in the middle of the day you don't have that much control for Mm -hmm. most people so i feel like that's probably why we are so sensitive in the mornings and at night because it's that time for ourselves or you know what i mean like we don't get distracted by what's happening outside of our control which is our like external obligations and I think that's so interesting and that's probably why they say have a good morning routine have a good yeah. night routine because that sets you up for your day in the morning and, and at night it sets you up for your rest the sleep that you're going to be getting like let's forget about all the shit we did in the middle of the day that was like blending into our you know responsibilities like yeah. let's get back in touch with who we are um at our core yeah which is I feel like who we get in touch with the most when we're sleeping yeah you know? Yeah, and I feel like there's so much chaos that will happen throughout the day. Yeah. But if you have a morning and night routine, there is some routine yeah. to it. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, you I have feel a little like bit of I've, autonomy over it. Yeah, a little bit of control in that sense when, like you said earlier, everything else in the day you may not necessarily have control over. Yeah. But, and that's why it maybe feels so intense in the morning yeah. and at night because it's like, fuck, like, all of it's just all of my feelings about yeah. whatever has happened the night before, my dreams, or you yeah. know what I mean, the day before. It's you really sitting with your thoughts very heavily and yourself. Yeah, but having that routine so that important. you know can decompress you, can make you feel comfortable, put you at ease, put you to sleep ultimately, yeah. or wake you up in a good mood in the yeah. morning is so important. It really is so important. <laughs> I mean, and I feel like maybe that's why it's even more important to have do not disturb on your phone yeah. in the mornings and after work or after school or whatever your obligations are in the middle of the day because that's truly usually the only time that you can have that space between you and the outside world. Mm-hmm. Like even social media or texting or work emails, like whatever it may be, like that truly is the only time where you get to decide how you want to feel. What are your priorities right now? Because your priorities change to ex- for external sources, usually in the middle of the day. You can have a different set of priorities in the morning, early morning, and after work at night. Um, because it's ultimately up to you what you want to do with that time. And that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's sometimes maybe confusing because 
a lot of other times we feel like maybe our life is out of control because so much of our day is spent focusing on other people and that it feels super overwhelming when you're just in your thought. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or like reliving that moment, reliving the past. You know what I mean? Like because songs will take you back there. I feel like getting back to that original point, it's like you may think that you're over something – but you wake up in the morning, you hear that song. Yeah. It just takes you right back to that place and you're like, fuck. It does. Have I thought all the way through this? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And sometimes that is a harsh, for me personally, reality to to come to and to realize it's like, oh my gosh, I thought that I fully understood this moment, that I grew from this moment, but there's always something to grow further from. You know what I mean? Especially in times for me personally where I felt like, I was embarrassed or I felt ashamed. It's like there's – I don't want to always relive in my, like, bad moments, but I feel like there's something that I can always learn from that because I was vulnerable. And I feel like when you're acting in a place of vulnerability is really when you kind of see who you are as a person. And I agree. And it's, it's ugly. You know what I mean? And sometimes, again, it's embarrassing because you're like, fuck, I, I wouldn't think that I would act that way. Yeah. But ultimately... You're seeing yourself in a different way. But also I feel like... But that's a harsh reality. It is a harsh reality, but we need to be a little kinder to ourselves as people because at the end of the day, life brings on different situations, right? Depending on what chapter of your life you're in, what your circumstances are, what your karma is telling you. You know what I mean? Like you Mm -hmm. are going to be in different situations. So I just... I feel like as people, we need to be more gentle to ourselves. And I have felt this way for a long time. And I I honestly, I think when I was a kid, I would have appreciated someone telling me this too. Like, I personally think children Mm -hmm. will grow up to do great things if we tell them you're going to make mistakes. It's inevitable. Even adults do it. Yeah. Perfection is so dangerous. It's such a dangerous thing, especially I can speak on my personal experience of growing up in a big family, being immigrants, like growing up honestly within chaos, you guys, and chaos being my normal, I always thought if I were to be perfect, it would make things easier for everyone around me. Mm. And that has fucked me up so bad in my adulthood because I judge myself whenever I make a mistake. I judge myself when I speak up too much. I judge myself when I'm the loudest person in the room. Because why am I the one getting the attention? Everyone else is going through shit too. Why am I... Why am I the one that has all these problems? Everyone else has their own problems too. That doesn't take away from the fact that I feel this way. You know what I mean? Like as people, we just need to be more gentle with ourselves. Obviously, it would be easier if if our guardians Mm -hmm. told us this when we were younger. But if you are an adult like me or a young adult who was raised to believe that perfection is what we're striving for, I want to let you know that it's not possible. It's not true. It's not attainable. Keep doing you. You're going to go through different phases, different chapters, and when I say phases and chapters, it could be one day, one week, a month, 13 years, whatever it may be. We all have different types that are hard, you know, where you're not proud of what you're doing. But at the end of the day, ultimately being self-aware enough to, to understand that, hey, I'm going through this kind of chapter. What can I take away from this is so much more than you should just give yourself credit for that is what I'm trying to say, because a lot sure. of people don't do that. And a lot of us strive for perfection so badly to the point where we judge ourselves, sit there judging ourselves to the point where we can't even do the things that we love yeah. or do the things that we were really good at Yeah, because we're choosing to judge ourselves on that one night, on that one relationship, on well, that one mistake, Yes, you know? I And I mean, I feel like it's <clears throat> shitty because it's like, 
yes, we feel that way, but is it also the pressure of other people from our family? What, how other people are potentially perceiving us in this yeah. moment? You know what I mean? Because I'm thinking specifically of morning routines, you know, and like trying to create a sense of peace. Like that never happened for me in my personal family life. You know what I mean? Like if anything, my mornings were so chaotic, but that doesn't mean that you don't try and create that peace for yourself. It's Absolutely. It's actually even more important for you to do that. It doesn't mean that it's not hard to do and you don't have to push to set those boundaries with people. And even with yourself, I feel like sometimes that's the hardest fight because everything in your life has told you actually not to do it this way. Yeah. You know? But it's so important for you to create that safe space for yourself. Exactly. I completely agree. And I also want to say I think it's very rare for kids to create that space. I think if you grew up in a kumbaya family who meditates (laughs) every night, does like fucking, you know, marathons every Sunday. Like if you have that kind of family, I'm sure they will give you not literally. I want to say a majority of people do not grow up in those kind of households that give children the space to have a morning routine and a night routine because typically the parents aren't doing that. And I also want to even push it further and say, in America specifically, we live in a society that mm-hmm. um, does not give adults enough time. Mm-hmm. People here are typically very, very rushed. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, if you see your parents living in a capitalistic society that makes them stress constantly, you're going to grow up and think that that's your normal, you know? So, like, if you grow up in that kind of household and you're trying to be different like us, like, yeah, we are doing the fucking Lord's work because <laughs> yeah. we've never experienced it. But we know what we want and we know what we deserve. And even though we're going against the grain by pushing to have personal boundaries, um, we know that it's ultimately going to make us happier. And if we choose to have children, they're going to be happier. If not, we're just going to live happy lives. That's it. Yeah. And I feel like... For me personally, like, this was something that came to the forefront of my mind this week. Because, you know, as my best friend, the people don't know that I've been going through some work things. You know what I mean? That were very stressful. And you gave me a a stern talking to the other day. And you were like, okay, well, Maya, this is your issue, basically. Like, you're stressing yourself out. And this is kind of your issue. You need to think about where this is coming from and stemming from. You know? And I really had to sit there and think about it. I was like, fuck, she's right. And I've been feeling this deep down, but I had to like dig really deep of like, where is this coming from? Yeah. And I personally feel like it was coming from my parents' toxicity of living in a capitalistic society, pushing me to think like, oh, well, you always got to get this more and you got to, you have to stay and you got to put a good honor and like, who actually fucking cares? Which is what I said to you. Yeah. I was like, Maya, no. do you think these companies care about you? And their, their turnover rate is so high. They're not going to be like, Maya, is your mental health okay? You need to do that for yourself. I know. And it's so <clears> funny <throat> because I feel like you know me too, where I feel like for the most of my life, I actually felt that way. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I produce good work. Yeah. But it was like a, a switch for me, actually, when I went to this job. I was like, oh, like, I felt like I was doing all the things that make you like a good wicker, you know, and I was proud of that in that moment. And I don't think there's any shame for that, but it's like, that's not actually who I am as as core at a person, you know, and it's like, it goes against mainstream society. And I feel like at times you will beat yourself up for that. And we beat us millennials 
Gen yeah. Z. We beat ourselves up for that. But it's like, because everything in our society is saying that's not the way it should be. Yeah. But we know that that's how it should be. But also, like, you know? we're fucked because <laughs> we look at Gen X and <clears throat> boomers and we boomers. see how much they have going for them, right? They get to yeah. retire. They have homes. And even though a lot of us millennials and Gen Zs, we know, like, okay, well, we just were dealt shitty a shitty hand. Like, yeah. We just got dealt a bad set of cards. Mm-hmm. Even though we're aware of that, I feel like what we t- don't talk about is that oftentimes um, – internally we, we still feel like well maybe i can do it like yeah maybe yes. against maybe against all the odds such as capitalism inflation student loans shitty government right. you know what i mean like maybe against all of those Disease things and pandemic I, maybe like- i maybe i can show them that i can do it well, that's and the- and that's where Honestly, probably a lot of these companies thrive because they see how much we want to prove ourselves. Yes. Um, when really all odds are against us and we should be fighting back and saying, yo, there's something wrong in this society. And like, if you want me to show you what I got, you got to give me something back. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. that's how I ultimately feel. Yeah. Like, what do you have to offer me? I think a lot of us have given our power away not on purpose because of what is happening we feel defeated so our power is Mm -hmm. being stripped from us and i think we need to understand that we should not feel so desperate to get anyone's approval like at the end of the day we've been dealt a shitty hand and let's fight to get what's ours you know what i mean let's fight (laughs) for a better government let's fight for a better workplace like we deserve all that Yes. is ultimately what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, and I completely agree. I feel like uh, there was this comedian I was telling you about him the other day. I can't remember his name, but he has an HBO special. He's passed away. But um, he was speaking about the American dream and said something very poignant to me of, um, you only can believe the American dream when you're asleep. like that's the only time it's believable you know what i mean you're dreaming about it you're in a delusional state yeah that's actually the only time the american dream like actually works no for real but for the people who have like realized that that's not the american dream isn't actually the fucking reality of america i just thought that was so poignant like yeah it's you you have to be asleep to think that's possible that is how America is. Right. You literally have to be sleeping. And we talk about this all the time. You know what I mean? You have to be, um, you're not woke. You're not, just not socially aware of what's going on around you. Yeah, absolutely. To think. You can just work hard and be a good citizen. (laughs) And you'll be everything you've ever thought of. And you'll be a millionaire. Yeah. A billionaire. Okay, so <laughs> so me and Maya went out this past weekend. Obviously, we drank, and it was a good old time. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we were reminiscing about the weekend, I thought of this question, and I thought it would be fun to talk about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and the question I have is, what advice would you give your younger self about drinking? <laughs> Oh my gosh, can I be real? Okay, there yeah. are two things. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll say the first one that popped into uh-huh. my head. Uh-huh. Don't be slutty. <laughs> because I feel 
like, my little younger self was very straight edge, low key. And when I had my first little drink, I was like, trying to bust you it wide open, low key. Not like really trying to bust it down, but like, kind of oh, like the yeah. the no, Libra energy day, came out strong. One day we're gonna have to talk about the bus story. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Yeah, it's we just, have to. Like, it's going to be so good. You guys aren't ready. Oh, dear God. It's one of my favorites of her as a best friend. Ugh. Okay. And then the that second thing uh-huh. that I want to tell my younger self is that, um, you know, you like alcohol because it makes you bold. But you're already bold, honey. <laughs> you know, like, you don't really need it for, like, that. <laughs> oh, my Because I feel like there God. was a, when I really first started drinking alcohol, I was like, wow, it makes me feel so confident. Yeah. Me, you know, feel empowered to say what I got to say. And I'm like, Mm-mm, you already got that energy, actually, like, so deep in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> like, just go with it. You know, like, you don't need... You don't need to be doing like yeah. Actually, if you drink alcohol, like it, it, it makes it like really intense. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fine because like you know you're lovable either way. But I mostly again, you already got that energy like so hard. I know. Huh? You know. No, I know. You know. Yeah. Because you don't, do you feel sometimes when you're drunk you just like ride too hard for people. I can say that for myself. Sometimes. Honestly, no, I I, I can't say that. I would say that sober. I am a rider. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk, no, I can finally just stop caring about yeah. people. I, when I'm sober, I am very, my yeah. Scorpio is always looking around, analyzing how's everyone <laughs> doing, feeling everyone's emotions. Finally, when I'm fucking drunk, I, I can actually stop thinking yeah. about people yeah. and live my truth. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people expect me to be the same way when I'm drinking, and I'm like, actually, I don't care. Yeah. Literally, this is my time to finally have fun. And I mean, I have fun, so you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like sometimes it goes either way. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no. Sometimes I don't you give definitely a fuck. love and a cause when you're drinking. I, I, I will do. say. I do. You're ready. But you're then ready also, for- sometimes, also sometimes, you know, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You better get yeah. the fuck up on my face. Well, yeah. I feel like anyone drinking <laughs> but again, is that's ready. That's always my energy. Yeah. So. That's why they it goes call back it to my main point. Spirits. I always got that. It's energy. The, spi- yeah. the spirit <laughs> be coming out. <laughs> why do they call it the spirit? Because they know your spirit. <laughs> Is about to Spirit. come through. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I think so. Mm-hmm. I personally think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's yours? What would you tell okay. your younger self? I feel like I would tell my younger self, just because you think it's funny, doesn't mean it won't hurt people's feelings. <laughs> I personally think, obviously, wow. just in general, I love roasting people. Oh, my gosh. And really clearly, when I'm sober, I know who to roast. I'm not just out here roasting anybody. Uh-huh. But when I'm drinking, those lines are blurred. And anybody in my proxim- close proximity can be roasted. Like, yeah. it ain't safe, it ain't safe. Like, anybody could get it. Yeah. And I feel like people's <laughs> feelings have been hurt because I – and I think also I – Started being funny, but then my true feelings about, yes, okay, about wait, the situation and person comes out. I was gonna say exactly that. It's like it's like oh, and it's, it's cringe. Funny at first. It's cringe, and then it's like oh wait, oh wait, this seems a little serious. And then typically like, I'm really like, mean that? I do. It's like I can't because you know now. I'm not a liar. Yeah. I, I'd be like, actually, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Because <laughs> I'm not one play it off as a lie i'm like you know no. what that was actually like let's talk about it. right you're like actually wait yeah you know yeah and i just wish i wouldn't do that 
I also, another thing I would tell my younger self, mm-hmm. and if we're including younger self as a me three days ago, <laughs> yeah, I would like to stop being the shot girl because I feel like I love just making anyone who gets eye contact with me. I'm like, shot? No. And, you know, even yeah. though I can handle another shot, not everyone can. And everyone I'm around usually is down. So mm-hmm. I need to control my shot urges. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I think it's just troublesome when anyone is like feels like they're the token shot girl. Yeah, because it's people true. are getting fucked up that night. You it's, know, if you have a token shot girl like in your friend group, you know you're getting fucked up. Yeah, if you I'm know, because like if even if you're not being the token shot girl, like I'm the token shot girl, like we still get fucked up that night. I know. You know what I mean? Like, so it's I not know. even really fair but to it's, say. But it's different because I can drink a lot. Like I have yeah. the highest tolerance out of no, everyone in our friend group all the time. That's true. So that's why it's dangerous because I'm doing it, and, and even though I'm not thinking I'm gonna be the most sober. It's fun for me. Yeah. You know, but I typically will be the most sober because even though I'm saying shot, 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 shots, I have the highest tolerance. So, like, everyone else is getting really fucked up. So, that is why it's a problem, truly. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the drama that unfolds afterwards. Oh, I'm out by then. I'm like, right. I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm sleepy. <laughs> truly. Like you're yelling honestly, and I'm done. No, that's, not, like, that's actually, because I really do but be no. sleeping hella early. I'm like, I don't want to, I mean, not that I don't want to stay up for this. I'm really actually tired. Bye. Well, she also wakes up at like five in the morning or like six yeah. in the morning, like regularly. You know? So, so, yeah. But it, it yeah. happens. Uh, I actually want to hear from the people. What advice would y'all give? Your younger selves about drinking. I need to know. I need to know because I know it's funny. So say it. And be honest because I was honest, especially with my first one. So don't judge me. Yeah, well, no one's judging you. They might, these hoes might judge me. Honestly, you're judging us on our channel. That's actually really fucked up. I'm going to block your ass. Uh, no, actually. <laughs> I'm going to make you take a shot. <laughs> I'm going to get you fucked up. And then you're going to tell me all your secrets. <laughs> And I was going to be like, and I'm going to leave you in the bar, but I could never. No, you would never. I couldn't. I'm too nice. That's part okay. of my problem. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking I'm nice. I'm so That's one of my problems. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I get out of here. So um, I know last podcast episode, we talked about like that transition from Gemini to Cancer season, but I wanted to talk about it again. Again, more came to mind. More came to mind, especially after that Sagittarius full moon. Yeah, what happened? For me, personally. You know, I was like, okay, I I thought I understood the lesson. Yeah. Mostly is what I'm trying to say. I thought I understood the lesson from the eclipse, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And then the Sagittarius full moon came. And I was like, no, I didn't understand the lesson. And it's literally like has me in a chokehold. Yeah. <laughs> making me realize my truths and then for whatever reason I feel like it was just extra in the Gemini again transitioning to cancer energy because it was really making me feel like a clown <laughs> and I know that the energy moving into cancer season wants more from me kind of like we were saying in the last episode um but it's hard. And again, I feel like transitioning through anything is what I'm really trying to get at is very difficult. And I can talk about how I do it and this is how you should do it. But when you're in a fucking transitional period, 
no one can really tell you what to do. how to move, when to do it, because at the end of the day, you're you're so wrapped up in your own emotions. Yeah. And I guess, again, bring it back to, like, the transition into energy. I was just trying to keep things very light and be jovial and have a good time. And, again, the energy is just asking, apparently, something very much more serious from me. And it's hard for me to work through that transition. Again, being uh, someone who likes to laugh through her pain, that's not something that goes well through cancer season, in my opinion. It just just don't – it don't drive well. So I personally felt like this week – Monday morning. <laughs> it was hitting. I was like a clown drawing on my fucking makeup. Like, mm, here I am. Here we go. Person. <laughs> yeah, I think like, the, oh, worst thing, the worst thing you can do going into cancer season <laughs> is thinking you can take on that lighthearted Gemini energy. Right. Get ready to be emotionally aware. Honestly. If you're not happy, don't try and fake that you're happy. Yeah. It's That's not, not going to work. And, and if you expect social situations to make you happy, everyone's going to be miserable just like you too. You know what I mean? Not every, I'm not saying cancer season everyone's miserable, but I'm saying don't go to it expecting people to make you feel better because typically most people are also feeling emotional. You know, it's not like Gemini energy where you go out, everyone's feeling lighthearted and fun. Every, you're going to be bouncing off of other people's energies. Yes, and I feel like Gemini season can be more forgiving i feel like of those moments it can be like oh it's quick um quick passing um and cancer energy does not call (laughs) for that yeah i feel like it lingers it asks questions about your feelings and in the context of us being like okay we're speaking of when we're younger and drinking giving advice like when I was younger, I wish I could have given myself advice, especially during cancer season, like, be aware, because you are extra emotional, even as somebody who I, I mean, I have a lot of feelings, but I don't always express them, you know, so it's going to come out for people who are like, I'm not so emotional, it's going to come out for you, so don't think that you can be hiding it behind drinks, or hiding it behind your laughs, Yeah, because it's going to come and slap you in the face. Yeah, everyone's going to see how awkward you're feeling. Right, or people are going to address you mm-hmm. with so it. might as well stay home, honestly. Stay in the comfort of your home. If you don't deal with emotions <laughs> well, stay your ass at home. Mm-hmm. If you're open with your emotions, take your ass outside. <laughs> Truly. I feel like the other thing about cancer energy um, that we often don't talk about, they love to chat. Yeah. There's some chatty Cathy's. They really are. Like, they when they talk want to about talk, their emotions. Like they I said, want to it's talk. hard and all water. They're mm-hmm. putting their emotions out there. They're pushing forward with their feelings. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's how they express their energy is through emotion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just quickly wanted to say happy Pride Month to all of our peoples out there. Um, I know it's like halfway through the month. I feel like... um were noted for doing this like halfway through the month. We're yeah. like, hey, it's the celebration. <laughs> but better late than never. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I feel like actually it's natural. <laughs> right. We're not like, it's June and start waving the flag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, truly. <laughs> but I feel like I always want to create this space to be like, 
hey. We see you. We, we see love you. you. We, we value you. Yes. And That's we hope truly what it is. ultimately we create a safe space for you and that you feel loved here yeah. because we ultimately do love you and accept you as you are. As you are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's a fucking lootly. Happy Pride Month to everyone um, in. Everyone know. celebrating and being and doing and yes. coming out or not coming yes. out or. You know what I mean? Yes. Everybody who is gay, queer, everything in between. Mm-hmm. Everything in between. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a flavor. You know, it's a it's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate and love it all. So happy Pride Month. All right, y'all. So I found this little quick list on Instagram about the zodiac signs who are innocent versus deadly. So, <laughs> you guys hear are me? you <laughs> listening? To me. Cracking up already because they just hear me cackling. Literally, I'm looking at this list and I'm actually crying. Some people's feelings are gonna get hurt. Oh yeah, maybe it means you need a backbone. Ah! <laughs> okay, so let's just get into it. The first one says, "Looks innocent, but will rip you to shreds." Cancer, Gemini, Leo. <laughs> Honestly, it's actually really true. Yes, <laughs> truly. Because I feel like at the end of the day, cancer, we always talk about how sweet baby cancer this. Cancer's just seed. They just want to make you cookies. Cancer's a murderer on the side. Yes. Like, let's be honest. Yes. If Full-time their feelings hitman. get hurt, they are, yeah, going to partake in a crime of passion. Oh. And the thing is, cancer has no in-between from loving yes. you to killing you. It is all of a sudden, like, your funeral. Yeah. And I feel like we've talked about before on this channel, um... Cancer doesn't know how to like gracefully dig at you. You know what I mean? They just say no, the most. They always go below up, the belt. Weird, out of pocket no. shit that is so hurtful. No, and you're like, did. oh my god. No, like you would tell your cancer bestie like a secret, and like you guys end up like not being friends anymore. And they'll like look at you and be like, and I know about your missing toe, you ugly bitch. Like what? Like that was supposed to be a secret between me and you. Like. If you want to hurt me, like, talk about, like, anything else. Right. <laughs> right. And obviously, don't even get me started on Gemini because they annihilate people oh, with their words. what you mean? I've already talked about how they can be the moodiest people in the entire no. world. The the sweetest bitches you'll ever meet. But X out the sweet when they're ready to just be a fucking bitch. No, for sure. <laughs> like, I love you guys so much, but You're the whoa. butt of their joke. Like, whoa. Gemini is a comedian, and suddenly you're the butt of their joke. And everyone looks at Gemini as the social butterfly, which they are, but if they need to use you <laughs> to make the audience laugh, they're willing to do that. Like, oh, yeah. Nobody's expense, safe out here. Baby. Honestly, that's why they have so many friends, <laughs> because they can actually use everybody's life story for some more laughs. <laughs> you talk to a Gemini. How often do they bring up what their friends are doing? Right. And it's like, I'm sorry, this Tap. is really funny, but like, do you also tell people my business like this? Oh. They probably do. Oh. Because they think it's funny. Oh. oh. They will do anything for a laugh. It's true. It's true. Gemini will do anything for a laugh. Anything. And the Leo one is funny. Leo being looks innocent <laughs> but will rip you to shreds. Because I think people underestimate Leo because yes. of how obsessed they are with themselves, mm-hmm. how they care about their looks. But Leo will actually rip you to shreds in terms of the way you look. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, Leo is eyeing everybody in the room looking at what you're not bringing to the table. Yes. And they will be nice to you. And if they like you, they will help you be more presentable. But if they don't like you, they're ready to tear you down. Oh, yeah. In terms of, like, you know, your fit, <laughs> your skincare, your hair, whatever it may be, they will rip you to shreds. Yes. If they feel like you've 
somehow insulted them. Yes. They're like, how dare you? I loved You're gonna come Leo and like that? in this combo because I just imagine, like, in a performance, imagine someone challenging Leo <laughs> in a duo. They're like, oh, oh no. no, I'm I'm going to get gonna you. bring it. I'm going to outperform you, baby. Oh, it's a competition. <laughs> like it's, And that's how I feel. It's like in, Leo is innocent and sweet until they feel like they're in a competition with you. And then all that fire, fixed passion energy is ready to come. Yeah, that's the thing. Leo looks Take all innocent uh-huh. when you're just looking at them without them opening their mouth. When Leo opens their mouth is when their competitive nature yes. comes out. Don't forget, they like, want to be leaders. me. Who are you? <laughs> and be... The controllers. Exactly. Shining like the bright, bright sun that they are. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next, we have looks deadly, but will hug you and give you a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> we have Scorpio, Libra, and Aries. Actually, that is... Why would... No, Libra should not be there. Libra never looks deadly. Uh, Even if they try, no, Libra looks no, they innocent don't. and sweet. They will just give you a Ever. cookie. They will like, just give me actually, a cookie. But I really like that Scorpio was I, on this list. No, I love Scorpio and Aries being on this list. Yes, because but people no, Libra think, doesn't match. Like, Scorpio and Aries are so scary. But when we love you, I am tending to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And usually people think that we're so scary and mean. And granted, we are. Yeah. Um, but, like, when we love you, when we accept you. and I, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we will do everything for you. I'll give you my last cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, one of my favorite jokes between me and Sarah, we saw this, like, little poster <laughs> of the cookie monster. And it was like, what is friend? Friend is someone you share your last, last cookie, cookie with. <laughs> and that will forever stick my, my mind. No, it was so So cute. when I saw that, I literally that. fell out. Because that really is... Scorpio. <laughs> no, actually. No, it's true. They're so loving. They're like, I will share my fucking last crumb with you if I love you. But if not, bitch, you better get no, up off my last crumb. No, actually. But if I love you, like, I give you cookie. No, literally. <laughs> but we don't want anyone to know. And same thing yes. with Aries. Aries is so aggressive and passionate mm-hmm. but Aries is just they're like that because they're protective they're yes. protective of themselves of the people they love but truly all they really want to do is have someone to build with right have someone to love with have someone to be passionate <laughs> with yeah <laughs> but honestly I want no Libra does not go here Libra please. Libra has the sweetest face they're always looking to like be accepting yeah. all and around the, the room inside, they're like they're plotting and scheming <laughs> like please Literally, they have the biggest, most welcoming smile for everyone in the room. It's true. You don't it's look really deadly true. to anyone. I'm sorry. I love you all, but we don't. don't. All right. Oh, yeah. I feel like they should be in this next one. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> the next one says, acts innocent but hates you. And we have Sagittarius, Pisces, and Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely see Sagittarius. Oh my, I see Pisces, too. I I feel like... Pisces, you know what? They get a fucking rap for <laughs> yes. being so kind of sweet. You have you been, talked to a Pisces when they're mad at someone? They're fucking crazy. Oh my god, they no, they're psycho. Like yeah. they're gonna kill you in your dream. They're gonna kill you in real life. They're gonna kill you in the afterlife. They're gonna tell someone in their dreams to come find you. Like mm-hmm. I feel like they're the type to actually hire a hitman because they don't want to do it themselves because they're such a good person. But oh. they will hire someone to do it for them. You know, I feel like you could say that about Pisces and Sagittarius. They want to have, like, a sweet, happy front. But ultimately, they're like, I fucking hate that person. <laughs> like, they drive uh, me 
actually crazy. I personally don't see that for Sag. I feel like Sag is, you guys act innocent in a really comedic way. Like, look how funny I am when I'm doing this really bad thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's like almost like a comedy. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, you guys uh are acting being innocent Mm -hmm. is how I I see what my, with the Sages that I know. Uh It's not like I'm actually okay. Like, you guys are like literally laughing through it. Yeah, that's 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 fair. And, <laughs> and I would say for Virgo, um, yeah, it's it's literally the same. Like honestly, Virgos, some of my Virgo friends, they will literally talk to someone and be so polite and so kind. And they then as soon as that them. person leaves, they're like, "That's the stupidest fucking the bitch I've ever fucking whore met. I've ever seen. That's the <laughs> skirt I've ever fucking seen in yes. my life." <laughs> no, because you guys so like you guys care one. a lot about your the way people perceive you mm-hmm. is how I've noticed it to be. And, like, me being, like, loyal, I'm like, yeah, I fucking hate her, too. When she comes, I'm going to look at her funny. And then I do. And then Virgo's like, hey. I'm like, oh, so I'm just the bitch. Right. No, why does, there, why does Virgo octave go, like, hey. Like, yeah. three bitches, high or low key. No, I, I can legit. confidently say about this about all the Virgo placements yeah, I know. They're they like, do. I fucking hate this and I'm sick of their shit. And they're like, hey, what's up? I like, hate it. Okay. Okay, Virgo. <laughs> okay. 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 Is that right? <laughs> when you want to be nitpicky so many other times. right? Not right now? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's cool, though. We all okay. have our thing. Last one, we have Axe Deadly, but couldn't hurt a fly. And then we have Capricorn, Aquarius, Taurus. Axe Deadly, but couldn't hurt a fly is not true. I feel like they maybe don't always act deadly. Taurus doesn't necessarily act deadly, but they would hurt a fly. They will come right. for you and hurt you. <laughs> right. If you... If you cross them. And I feel like that's the same for Capricorn. I feel like they can. Capricorn definitely puts off a domineering energy. But they would hurt a fly. Yeah. (laughs) They will fucking come for you. Right. If you hurt them. Like, yes, I feel like sometimes people don't always understand their emotions. Right. And they can be very sweet. Right. But they'll end you. I feel like these two earth signs in particular... They obviously like value being respected, even though Taurus wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Like Taurus, you hate not being respected. Like you want, like look at all the things I have. Look right. at how I'm living my life. I'm so, so lavish. Chill, but no, you care. Yeah, you care. <laughs> you know what I mean. But at the end of the day, because they act like this and because they care so much, I feel like a lot of people just assume. Oh well, like they would never do it because they care a lot about their perception, about the way they're viewed. And they, they do until yeah. they meet that person or they're in that one situation that just drives them crazy. Pushes them to the edge. Where they're just like, I don't even care how I'm perceived. I am going to make a statement with yes. you. So it, I wouldn't say it happens often, but if they choose this situation or this person to be the situation or person that needs to set the precedent for the people in their life, they're mm-hmm. going to be like, I'm going to show you. You know what <laughs> I mean? They're not out here doing it on the daily. They're like, oh, you tried me. Yes. <laughs> Aquarius, on the other hand, being on this list, accidentally but couldn't hurt a fly. Yeah, I would say that. Aquarius <laughs> is all talk. Yeah. Like, they are sure. literally the peaceful warrior. <laughs> like, all uh-huh. they do is chap, chap, chap away what they do, what they do, what they do. But Big really, bark. they wouldn't. They Low wouldn't. Bite. At the end of the day, Aquarius cares about humanity too much. Yeah. They often think about when they do something, they feel guilty really quickly. Yeah. People don't talk about the Aquarius guilt often. They want to be big and bad and hard all the time. And, you know, they're presented to be that way as a very cold sign. 
But when they do something and they hurt someone's feelings or they feel like their community is going to look at them funny, it makes them feel very guilty. Mm-hmm. So they're very cautious about the pain they bring on to people. I think sometimes that's why they tend to be cold anyway because they don't want to test the boundaries. Yeah. They're scared of how far it can go. Yeah. Is my personal belief. Yeah. I feel like interesting. To me, all of these three signs and the acts deadly but couldn't hurt a fly, like in some situations they come off so emotionally cold and unavailable. Yeah. So I feel like maybe that's why (laughs) they were all like put together. But that's a good point. In my opinion – at the end of the day, Capricorn and Taurus, yeah, they may act like they're cold, but they're going to do something Yeah, <laughs> if you push them. Like, yeah. don't underestimate that energy. Like, Taurus especially, like, they may be super chill, like, to come off cool, calm, collected. That's a bull, honey. Yeah. That's a bull that's going to come for up. you. And Capricorn got that daddy energy, so they will mm-hmm. Absolutely. come in with that domineering. And Aquarius will surprise you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for watching this a podcast a episode. Yes. Thank you for kicking Enjoyed. in with your girls. Happy Sag full moon. Like, I think after that Scorpio, Taurus, Eclipse season energy, Mercury retrograde, like, we were looking for something and Some we relief. definitely didn't find it during this <laughs> Sagittarius full moon. But we are going to continue to persevere and keep on keeping on. Live, laugh, love. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, take that. Take that energy back. Like almost um, crazy over-optimism that Sagittarius has. You know what I mean? Like blind optimism. Also in Cancer season too. Like I think of Cancer season, I I think of the movie Smart House from the Disney Channel. Like everything's (laughs) fine. Mommy's okay. (laughs) Right. But she's not. But anyway, (laughs) go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, because we would really freaking appreciate it. Yes. And like this video and comment down below. Yeah. Share it with your friends. Talk about any of the topics that we talked about on this podcast. Yeah. Respond to it. We would love to hear it. Yeah. We love you guys so much. She already said links down below. We post our podcast every Friday, YouTube videos every Monday, Thursday. And we'll see you later. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.